Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. listening to more than a season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what life is like supporting a coach. Real, authentic, behind-the-scenes look of what the support system experiences but no one discusses. So grab a drink, sit back and listen, because we're about to get real. Hello, hello, welcome back. Hey guys, we have a really fun interview today. Actually, near and dear to my heart because I've known Brittany for a long time, not only in actually in her name's Brittany but I not only in the football element but we've known each other prior so we have here Brittany Thackeray director Hi. of player personnel at Mississippi State. Hi girls. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit about kind of who you are how you got here give us the lowdown. Yeah take take a seat relax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a long journey how I got to Mississippi but I'm originally from Southern California so another thing that this Brittany and I have in common. Uh, it's where I grew up. I was a softball player my whole life. Um, if you've ever been there, softball's pretty much uh, the biggest in the world there, uh, Southern California specifically. Uh, played softball, went to school at the University of Arizona. I was a softball player there. Uh, I then uh, graduated in 2011, and then I moved to Ohio and started coaching. Uh, I didn't know I wanted to coach, but I worked um, in a law firm for about three months, and I was like, yeah, I really miss my sports people, and um, I knew that softball was kind of how I can get my, my way back into college athletics, and I wanted to give back to the sport that, that basically gave me my whole life, and so I went and coached softball, <clears throat> met my husband there, so I thought, I'm going to move to Ohio because I'm fresh out of college, and I got nothing really holding me home or Arizona at that time. I'll move to Ohio. If I hate it, I'll move back in a year. And you're like, everyone, Bam, yeah, husband. everyone told me they're like, you're not gonna make it. You know, you are not gonna make one winter. Like Southern this isn't California gonna work. Girl. Yeah, and then the competitor in me is like, oh yes, I am. <laughs> I am going to make it. So, uh, but I met my husband on my interview, so that didn't help either. So I picked up and I moved to Ohio, and uh, I lived there for four years. So I worked at Miami University and Bowling Green, uh, all coaching softball. Uh, I knew I didn't want to coach softball forever. Uh, so I went to school part-time and got my master's degree while I was there so I can transition into more than an administrative role within athletics. Uh, but I refused to quit coaching because <laughs> I didn't want to leave my girls. You know, it's hard when you grow so attached. Yeah. And, and so I just kind of kept going, kept going. My husband got hired at Washington State. Uh, he's a strength and conditioning coach. So we both work in college athletics. And I said, that's perfect. We had just gotten married. He actually got a call at our rehearsal dinner that he was getting an interview at Washington State. So it's so crazy. Uh, so basically, we loaded up a U-Haul that was all wedding gifts. We didn't, we didn't live together before we got married. So it's just like dishes in boxes. We never unpacked anything. Our whole first apartment was just basically stuff we got from our wedding. Which oh, is wow. like, everything was already packed. You know, we're awesome. like, this is perfect. We didn't have anything or any money, you know. So we uh, got to Washington State. I didn't have a job. 
Uh, but I wanted to get into administration. I just finished my master's degree and I just showed up my husband's first day. Met with the administrator that oversaw strength and conditioning there. And she was like, well, yeah, you know, tell me what you want to do. I told her, you know, I really want to be in college athletics. I love interacting with student athletes, with coaches. You know, I think it's really important. I've done both. And she's like, well, we need a little bit of help with academics, you know, and academic advising. And so I said, all right, let's do it. I will do anything. I'm just trying to get my foot in the door. And so I really started there. That's um, so bold. I know. Like, it's I kinda... feel like most people would never do what you did. <laughs> um, I think that's so admirable because usually you search online. You're like, oh, this job's open. Um, you know, when you move to that new city or that place. So you were just like, let's go. Let's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. I was really willing to do whatever it took. And I, I wasn't sure, you know, what path. There's so many different subsets of administration and college athletics that people don't know. There's compliance and there's you know, ticketing and there's sports information and all these subsets that kind of make the whole thing run that I'm like, I don't really know what area. Mm -hmm. So I did do like a small internship with events and facilities, which I say now that I probably will never work in the events and facilities again, but I am so happy I did it because what those people do in that department, I mean, they're there six hours before kickoff and six hours after. And, you know, they make the whole thing kind of run. Um, And so I'm completely indebted to what they do, but I'm like, I can't. I can't, I can't do it. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. yeah. And they go to I have to go to every event. You know, it's just what they do is amazing. And so I did that. I'm like, great experience. Glad I did it. I know how it works. Not the area for me. Yeah. You know? Check that off. Moving yeah. on. Not yeah. that one, but okay. So I kind of just, you know, through trial and error and academics ended up being a, a good fit for what I wanted to do. I got a lot of that interaction and I kind of got to make the job that I wanted, which was really nice. I'm like, I enjoy this and I enjoy this. So I was the academic advisor for baseball and I did career development stuff for the whole department and I ran the summer bridge program for all the new students that come in. And we also had a new student athlete seminar course that helped all the new student athletes transition into college life. I taught that course. So I had every new student athlete in my class. So I really enjoyed the job. Um, I started thinking, you know, what do I need to do to kind of further my career? People love football or fundraising. Yeah. <laughs> Not super interested in asking people for money. I, I would consider myself social and all that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can go to these fundraising events, but I'm not super comfortable asking for money, and I would miss out on that interaction with student athletes and coaches. So I was like, no, I don't know. I got to do one of those, but and I also didn't want to do academic advising for football because <laughs> Lord knows that I, I would not have the patience for that whatsoever. <laughs> so I just started thinking, like, what should I do? What should I do? And just random out of the blue, Dave Emmerich, who's our chief of staff, he reached out and said, you know, we're looking at maybe hiring a female for a position we have open. Uh, would you be interested in coming to talk to us about it? And that's literally how I got my foot in the door with football. So it's just been a crazy whirlwind. And that, like, is so interesting to me because there's not many females in football right. in general. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, they just started doing more females into the in kind of the role that you're in like player personnel role, more of like recruiting mm-hmm. side of things. They've yeah. really just introduced females. So what was that like being like first, the only, the first female yeah. in this position at WSU? Well, kind of surreal. You know, my, my sisters, I have two sisters and we all played softball. So they're athletes, but they always called me sporty spice. And, you know, I wasn't <laughs> the girly one, you know, and I'd want to sit home and watch football or, you know, I'd want to play catch in the backyard all the time. I always wanted to do something with sports and my sisters were much better at separating that. So they'd be like, let's go to the mall. And I'm yeah. like, 
college football Saturday. Like, I'm not going shopping, you know. And they were just like, oh, you're such a boy. You know, I was kind of like the boy that my dad never had. You know, I always say that jokingly. Uh, so I never thought it was possible. They certainly never thought it was possible. They look at me now and they're just like, I cannot believe you have a career in football. All those times that we were like, you're never going to make a career out of this. Yeah. You know, so you can't play football. You yeah. know, stop trying. And so to kind of be in this position is is really surreal because – I didn't really plan on it. It was yeah. a dream, but I was kind of in the right place at the right time, which, you know, I'm really, really thankful for. Yeah. How was your mindset when you were going to go talk to um, Emmerich about the opportunity where you're like, oh, well, let's just see what happens? Or were you like kind of unsure because you didn't really know what it all entailed? Yeah. Like, what did you think about? Going was- into the meeting, I was so nervous because... Dave Emmerich and I actually had a mutual friend when I was at Miami in Ohio. Our director of development and and Dave went to college together. Okay. And so I didn't know at the time when I was at Miami, but then we go to Washington State and he's like, hey, you have to meet my friend Dave. He works in administration for football. And I was like, oh, that would be amazing. So then we get to Washington State and I'm like, oh, this guy's like really high up you know I was like I'm never gonna talk to him so I knew who he was the moment you know before I ever even got to Pullman and he had no idea who I was obviously but it was just kind of funny like college athletics you always you know have that connection everywhere and so I was super nervous to meet him because I had known who he was for years and I knew what he did and I knew this could be an amazing opportunity uh, which is funny now because I think back about how nervous I was that day and and we have just a really good working relationship now. Um, But yeah, I was really, really nervous and and I knew what it could mean. Um, But I was happy in my job as well. So it was kind of a, you know, win-win. I was like, this is a good offer. It really wasn't until after when I sat down with, you know, Dave and, and Coach Leach where I was like, this is really tough. It really was a tough decision uh, at the time. Mm -hmm. But now I'm kind of like, there was not really... There was not a decision. No, there wasn't. (laughs) And I know I made the right one. So it was nerve-wracking knowing what it meant. And when it finally happened, when I finally got offered the job and showed up on my first day, I was like, wow, this is like real you know yeah. this is this is happening this is exciting so it's just gotten better too and the more people reach out and like how did you do this this is so exciting you know yeah. I know that what I'm doing is, is a special thing so it's exciting yeah. yeah and I'm sure it's really it's probably really awesome for these parents too to see a female in this mm-hmm. role I mean at least as a mom I feel like I would be like wow this is so awesome that the school is first of all very inclusive mm-hmm. second of all it's kind of like heartwarming to be like okay there's there's a little there's a mom that's gonna you know like even though you're not a mom yet but just like that makes you feel a little bit better I feel like as a mom do you feel that way when you're like meeting these recruits like okay I kind of can be that person that like mama bears them a little bit oh definitely yeah Yeah. I get texts from moms and calls all the time emails and I always have to remember you know I've been around college athletics for I don't know I started college in 2007 it's kind of been my whole life you know Um, for those years certainly and for these parents it's their first time most Mm -hmm. of the time you know it's their first time and especially their first time going through this college athletics kind of thing and it's a lot and so I like being that person that's because I'm kind of feel like to them I'm a little bit of a veteran you know Mm -hmm. on the staff I'm not even close but you know to the parents I am and I kind of like being that person that's just can kind of take that away from the coaches too and give the parents someone that they can just know they can shoot a quick text or call me if they're concerned about something so I really enjoy that that part of it yeah I remember seeing Brittany um for y'all listening I remember seeing (laughs) Brittany after a game and it was just so awesome because 
you were wearing like 50 hats in that <laughs> moment and we had just won this game at WSU and you were taking care of the recruits families after a game I remember this young kid, I don't even remember what he asked you, but it was something like, where are we going or what are we doing? Deer in headlights moment. Like this kid was just like, so, you know, starry eyed and you were trying to direct the group and this kid and his family. And I remember I just watched you. I was like, oh my gosh, like she's just on the move. So determined. Like it was just crazy. So it was awesome to watch, but I, um, I know that like, that's like a process to like realize what your routine is and like how your everyday role is. So like when you stepped into that, were you overwhelmed? Like, did you feel like, oh, I can get into this and get going? Cause you are so competitive is what you said. So I just wonder like, how was it when you first, like first week in it, were you kind of overwhelmed or were you like, let's go, let's do this? Um, I was just nervous because it was so different. Like Mm -hmm. I had coached softball and I never coached before, but it's softball. It's a game I've been playing since I was five. So that was a little <laughs> bit different. Um, I was nervous when I stepped into the academics role, but I'd kind of seen a little bit of side of that because as a student athlete, you know, I had an academic advisor. I had to take some of these classes and do some of these things. So it wasn't all completely new. And so when I started with football, I showed up on my first day and I'm like, I don't really know, like, what do I do? What is my day to day now? Yeah. Um, so that part of it was nerve wracking, but it was really just, I kind of took the job and it was a little bit different um, with the person who had it before me because he wanted to be a football coach. So he did a little bit more helping with the football side of things. Um, and so my job kind of evolved too as I got into the role and we kind of divvied up responsibilities and stuff. And so again, I got super lucky kind of being able to say, well, I kind of like doing this and this and everyone in football has always been so, yeah do it, you know, whatever you need to do to kind of help yourself. So, or, you know, what do you enjoy? And and that's kind of my biggest thing. I I had a dad who got up for work for 30 years and hated his job. And I always said, I'm never going to do that. Um, Which is why when, you know, I was working at a law firm, like I said earlier, and I just thought, you know what, I'm going to try this now because I don't want to look back and be like, I wonder what my life could have been. Would I have been happier? You know, it's like, no, I always say I can go back to law school if I want to. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe I'd be a lawyer or whatever, but you know, I can only do this right now. I feel like so. It's been a really good fun ride so far. Yeah. And so can you explain, like, for all these people that don't know what, I guess, what a director of player personnel is, what, because you have, like Ashley said, 50 million hats <laughs> that you wear, and you do a bunch of different things for the football program. So I guess kind of give us a rundown overview. I yeah. It's not everyone. I always <laughs> joke, when people ask, like, what's your title? I go, director of player personnel. That doesn't explain anything of what I do, you know? So, like, that tells you nothing. That's what I always say to people. I'm like, so let me just, and it is kind of... Again, I, I get to do all these different fun things, which is exciting. So I would say half my job's kind of like recruiting. We have a director of on-campus recruiting. She schedules logistically all the visit stuff, which is amazing because that was one of my responsibilities at Washington State. We just didn't have as much staff. Um, so to have a couple helpers and a couple other girls on staff has been awesome too. So um, we have two girls that, that basically plan the visits, but I'm I stay with the recruits and their families and take them, you know, kind of from meeting to meeting, hang out with them, answer any questions that they have. Um, so I kind of just stay with them the whole time they're on campus as much as possible. Um, and, you know, I write them letters, talk to them on Twitter, text them, just kind of that whole recruiting animal, you know, <laughs> that is football recruiting now. Um, you know, sending them graphics, social media, all of that stuff. Um, I help with their transition into school. So once they decide they want to come to Mississippi State, I help them, you know, through the admissions process, any financial aid stuff, um, help with the dorms. You know, I was just saying 
we had our new kids move in last week and one stayed home for his graduation. He moved in on Sunday. So everyone's kind of here. So it's exciting because it was, you know, a lot of that paperwork, getting things in, making sure they get here on time with COVID testing, all that stuff. So I help them with their transition in. And then I kind of just do any off the field stuff that could possibly help them. You know, that's not coaching football is kind of what I'm there for. Career development stuff. Um, if they have questions come up, you know, someone breaks a laptop or they don't know where to go for this. Um, you know, kind of just assist them with any of that off the field stuff. Uh, I do advanced travel for the team. So during the season, I go down a day before the team um, and just make sure everything's set up. So when the team gets to the next day, it runs smoothly. Those trips are fun because I go and I'm very like type A, like this needs to be here. Nope, this table is <laughs> six inches to the right, you know, like, and I would not consider myself an event planner like you guys at all. <laughs> like I'm not creative, but I'm just very like, here's our schedule. This what needs to get done. Um, and so it kind of works in that role. I'm not making it look pretty. I'm just making sure people are where they need to be when they need to be there. Um, and so that's fun. And then the team gets there, it runs smooth. And then I kind of just get to be a fan. So I kind of like that part of it's mm -hmm. kind of just a different perspective when I'm not trusting out when we have recruits because <laughs> we're on the road, we can't have recruits, you know? So I can just, once the team gets there and everything runs smooth and they get their food and um, when the game day starts, I just kind of, I don't want to say relax because you guys have seen me on the side. Yeah. I'm crazy. No, she's like uh, a pacer. Yeah, she's I'm like, a pacer. I'm a screamer. Everywhere. I'm jumping up and down. Yeah. yeah, you're always on the TV. It's like Leech, like Mike Leach, and then Brittany. It's yeah. like right behind. Which <laughs> is like so stressed out. Or I mean, and Coach Leach is just like, yeah. I know, so cool. Been here before, <laughs> done this, and I'm just, yeah. Yeah, but you're the super fan. I always find you on the team. I'm like, there's Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> and I so try not to be. I realize I start the game, and I'm like, I'm down here, away from the team. <laughs> and then I'm just following the ball, and I look up, and Coach Leach is right next to me. I'm like, what am I doing? He's trying to call plays. I'm standing here, you know. And the worst thing last year, we were playing Cal. One of our strength coaches got a penalty. But I was kind of standing next to him, and so you couldn't really see. Um, my husband said, was that you that caught the penalty? <laughs> and I was like, no, it wasn't me. Did it look like it was me? But I was like, oh, it could have been me. You know, he wouldn't have been surprised if it wasn't me, which has been terrible. So I'm like, oh, I better watch it sometimes on the sideline. <laughs> Speaking of, we need yeah. to talk about your husband. Yeah. Because, first of all, everyone, he's the salt of the earth. Yeah. He is, like, the greatest person oh, yes. ever. I know. Ever. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, so. he's one of those people that you meet him for the first time and he treats you like you've known him mm -hmm. your entire <laughs> life. And so, I mean, I remember the first time I met Adam, it was, like, so welcome. He's like, oh, welcome to Pullman. Like, he's just such a breath of fresh air. Um, so he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So you need to tell us about, like, how you guys make this whole thing work. Because your schedule's crazy. Right. I mean, we know the other side of it. Mm -hmm. Like, football's crazy. Yeah. But then he also does strength, and he does it for baseball, mm -hmm. soccer. He did a bunch of things at WSU. Yeah, he had baseball, soccer, and uh, track and field. Track and field, yeah. yeah. When he was out. Washington State. When we were at Miami. He had seven teams. That's crazy. Which yeah. is so crazy. But those mid majors, you just don't have as much yeah. staff, you know. So, and then here, they basically have someone for baseball only. You know, it's even yeah. more more help. So, and, yeah. And he has some of the different seasons. So, how right. did you guys make that work with your timing? Like, how do you make time for each other? I guess is our question. Or do you see each other? Do you <laughs> are you ships passing in the night? Yeah. <laughs> basically, no. You know what? It it works. He gets up super early in the morning. I'm not a morning person. We are literally so different mm -hmm. and grew up in such different ways that sometimes we just, one of us will say it like, how did we even like find each other? You know, how did we even meet up? And it's true, the opposites attract thing. Like in certain areas, we're so opposite, but I think it's exactly what the other person needs. Like I'm much more outgoing. He's super friendly, but 
he'll be the guy just sitting by himself in the corner at the party and I'm in the middle of the mosh pit like <laughs> riling things up you know and so it's good but for him I'm like come on you know like come hang out over here we're talking and he's like all right just sit down for a couple minutes you know so it's so good for both of us I think uh you know it, it works but with the schedule it is you know and it's just kind of we met in this kind of lifestyle of college athletics and it's First, all we've ever known in our relationship. But we've also um, worked together, which I think helps. So, like, every day at Washington State, I'd go work out in his weight room at lunch. Um, So we'd always see each other at lunch. And unless he was on the road, which he didn't travel a whole lot with his teams, which did help. And football travel is so much better than softball travel. I mean, for softball, I'd be on the road for four or five days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it every weekend would be at least three days. You know, I mean, it's at least Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So mm-hmm. you're on the you're sleeping yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's at least three nights, um, four days most of the time. How far you're traveling back on Sunday? So for football, I leave for two nights and I'm back the night of the game. It's mm-hmm. amazing. You know, when I when I start yeah. football, I'm like, this is so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that part of it makes it nice um, that I'm not on the road too much uh, traveling with my team. But we just have to make a commitment, you know, to make time and we'll say, hey, let's go on a date next Saturday, yeah. you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just make it a point, um, even if we're tired or, you know, there's a million excuses. But just make it work and sometimes you know you stay up a little later or you eat dinner at nine o'clock but that's just what you gotta do (laughs) yeah I feel like in like in football or like whatever sport like even being but you're working at the same time but being that significant other if you meet within the sport like I met Carson working Mm -hmm. in athletics in the beginning too it's like all you've ever known and so COVID you spend so much time together you're Mm -hmm. like hey stranger (laughs) so was that different for you and Adam like did you soak it all in or did you you know, was it like, wow, I've never seen you this much in daylight. Like, Yeah, I mean, we certainly at the beginning, it was like, this is so nice, yeah. you know, and we had just been apart for a while because he was still in Pullman and I had moved here. And so we didn't see each other, which is going to sound so ridiculous. It was like 40 days or something, which for us is like a lifetime because the most we'd ever spent apart would be like a week if I'd go recruiting in yeah. California mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and so we just have always worked together and been in very close vicinity. So when I moved out here, I knew it was for the best, of course, but you know, it's still like, oh. so COVID hits and we were going to be apart for maybe five or six months. We didn't mm-hmm. know at that time. So COVID hits. And at first we're kind of like, well, at least we get to be together. Yeah. We were just so happy to be together, you know? <laughs> uh, but now it's kind of, I've gone back to work. He started to go back, uh, to go in here at Mississippi State the last two days. So he's super excited, you know? He's like, oh, I got some gear today, you know? (laughs) So he's so happy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all we've ever known. He he does a great job supporting me, which I know is not easy at all. Uh, So, yeah, we just have that commitment to make it work. So we'll see. You know, we've gotten lucky to be able to go to the same places. I know that there's – we know several couples that – you know, they've had to be apart for years. Yeah. You know, that's just yeah. the nature of the, the jobs that we're in. So we've been lucky. We're just happy that we get to be in the same place for now. And so. how is that conversation that y'all had, like, at WSU when you first were going to, you know, you accepted the job, did mm-hmm. y'all have, like, a conversation like, hey, like, I'm going to be in athletics, you're going to be in athletics, like, hopefully this all matches up? Or were you like, let's just roll with it and see, like, the, both your jobs, mm-hmm. like, over time or... We 
have certainly taken the let's just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So I think it's, and Washington State was tough. We were in a really good situation with our jobs, but then I got a a job offer I couldn't possibly refuse. And he never once even questioned questioned it. it. Yeah. That's awesome. It was, yeah, we're going. Yeah, we're going there. Even though he knew he had to quit his job. Right. So it's, it's worked out. Because the person that's gotten the job so far has been a step up, you know, yeah. and so it's kind of made the decision, like, that's Easy. awesome for you. Like, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so we're in the exact opposite situation that we were at when we got to Washington State. So we'll see how it goes. Mississippi State. But yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I think, I guess going back to it, let's talk about, like, you being a female in this environment. Have you ever felt, like completely a fish out of water like do you ever feel like you don't mesh I don't um for the most part on the day to day Mm -hmm. what I think is hard is I'm kind of like this one female that works with all these males but I'm just a co-worker you know Mm -hmm. but it's different because I might be like the only one there's Mm -hmm. a couple more girls on staff here um but in my position specifically yeah it's definitely an uphill and you'll run into some support staff people that are just, well, can we just talk to, like, an assistant coach? You know, yeah, like don't take little, it as seriously, yeah, yeah. you know, because it's me. Uh, I've been lucky because Dave and Coach Leach have been so supportive. Yeah. And they are, nope, Brittany is the person you talk to. Nope, Brittany's handling that. Where I think it's shot it down so quickly. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because that was my biggest, like, question that I'm glad yeah. you asked that. Just because I wondered if it, it just sometimes you felt like you were the, I mean, literally the only one in the mm-hmm. room. And, like, you were fighting to have your voice heard. But that's awesome that you have two people that support mm-hmm. that and are, like, basically set the standard. Like, nope, Brittany's it. Like, you need to go. Because I feel like not... Not every, you know, university, but some, like, there's always that culture change Mm -hmm. that, like, you know, a female is in this role, and she's kicking butt at Mm -hmm. it, and she's great at it, and so I think that that's awesome that there's two leaders that just set that standard, because I know that probably at other universities, it's not like that, Mm -hmm. like, you know, so that's awesome. And that helps with the players, for sure. Mm -hmm. Then they know, okay, there's no... There's walking no... all over Brittany. I mean, they'll figure it out soon enough. If you've talked to me for five minutes, I'm a little bit feisty, but I can handle myself. But it's always nice to have that support. Yeah, to know that awesome. if one of the guys were to ever say something to me, which has not happened, knock on wood, uh, you know, I know that it would be taken seriously. Yeah. It would be done. So, yeah. if anything, they're more protective of me, I guess. That's awesome. That's so awesome. In the previous episode that we just put out, we were talking about identity. Mm-hmm. And yes. so it was basically like finding who you are and like where your heart's at and like what you want to do with basically yourself. And so, did you, when was that moment? Did you feel like, okay, I am fully confident in like, my my role and like was there an aha moment or did you just feel like you're always like evolving and changing like as it goes to like be more confident yeah I feel like I'm certainly just evolving and changing as things go you know just when I'm like okay I'm I'm liking this Washington State well you're moving to Mississippi you know Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like it's kind of been that way um and I feel like that's good though for my growth and the potential growth of having more females in this position you know yeah it's not a burden at all but I feel like if I do this and do a good job um you know, this could open a lot of doors for people. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say like, oh, I'm going to be like this whole, this person starting this movement or anything like that. Um, but if I do a bad job, that's mm-hmm. certainly going to cause people to hesitate to, to hire a female in the future. So I'm excited about 
this kind of burden that comes with it. Um, I love my job and I'm extremely thankful to have it. And so I think it's just a good combination. I, yeah. I want to learn. I want to get better because I'm, I love what I'm doing, you know, and I enjoy it every day. And that's what's the most important to me. Yeah. And I feel like, so what we had talked about in the last episode is just to touch on is like taking that risk and like not, you know, what we had said is like, there's no take, like there's no time like today and so basically like you seem like you've always been that person though that's like let's go on an adventure like I'm gonna go to the middle of Ohio yeah exactly <laughs> and so were you always like that or and you said you were you're like the adventure like let's do this let's yeah. see what happens um, I feel like a lot of people aren't like that and so um, just trying to like basically what would you say like go for it like take that risk take that random job yeah. in the middle of nowhere <laughs> that's always my advice you know and if you really want to make a career in college athletics, especially if you're a female, you know, you got to be willing to do stuff. I was moving tables and chairs. I was an intern, you know, when I had my master's degree. That's just kind of how it works. And then you're at the right place at the right time, and then a job comes open, which is kind of how it's always happened for me. Um, you know, I've applied for 100 jobs and gotten zero of those. It's always the ones that someone knows me, they referred me. And then I got the job, you know, just through kind of being at the right place, working hard, knowing that you can do the job is the most important thing. So, yeah, definitely go for it. Don't be afraid to take those chances. You know, some people are so set. If you want to work in college athletics and, you know, make this work and you're not willing to move and you're not willing to take pay cuts and, you know, sacrifice things, certainly, um, then it's just not for you. And that's okay too. You know, I think a lot of people see the glamour side. We don't just show up on Saturdays with our uniform on, you know what I mean? Like a lot more goes into it. So... That's just what I tell them. Yeah, you got to take risks and, and be willing to kind of do the dirty work a little bit. And, you know, anything's possible. I mean, look yeah. how I ended up here. It's just crazy. <laughs> no. That's awesome. Thank you so much for talking with us. This was so fun. I know. Yes. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and we will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this on More Than a Season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.